God, you, you had some jokes you wanted to tell. Did you want to open with that? Uh, sure. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Uh, what's okay. up, doggies? By the way, give you a what's up, doggies. Hey, what up, dog? What up? What's up? Oh, we should say we're what? Twitch streaming. Sure, I cut it all out <laughs> later, but yeah. Why? Well, I cut out when I'm talking to like Brandy that whole time in the episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I guess to cut that out. Yeah, yeah. You guys are gonna get. You guys are gonna be in the episode because <laughs> I feel like some guy unless in it Singapore adds isn't gonna give a shit unless it adds in some way. I guess maybe. <laughs> I'll think about it. <laughs> All right. So let me give a little context for these jokes for the Twitch streamers. Or the Twitch, what are they called? Twitch watchers? Twitchies. Twitchies? Viewers. Twitch heads? <laughs> Tweakers? All right. This is like Royal a hack fans and friends. Joke. I call them friends. They're friends. Okay. All right. Uh, this is for the friends and the listeners out there. Uh, I haven't written jokes in like a year plus maybe. So these are just, uh, I'm just writing down any idea that comes into my head. And, uh, it turns out it's a lot of like ironic, dumb shit. So just a little context for the jokes. We should, we should I, have a, I, I love when a stand-up gets up and says this at the top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is uh, Oh yeah. Don't That's have a, big expectations. Don't, right. Just don't. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, let, okay. let me intro you. Intro. Um, all right. You set the table. Now let yeah, me set scene the table. Is brick wall, light spotlight over a microphone. There's two curtains that are open to the sides and the wings. Go for it. And then you hear a disembodied voice going, coming up to the stage, our next comic tonight. Oh, he's a local and he sure is funny. His name is Mr. Freeze. His name is Guy Fry. <laughs> <laughs> these kids and their names, God damn it! Welcome to the stage, Mr. Guy Fry. Uh, what's up, everybody? How are we all doing tonight? Good. Um, so, uh, before the pandemic, the left was saying, yes, queen. After the pandemic, the left is saying, yes, guillotine. Oh, <laughs> oh. Pretty good. Um, when the rock hits his funny bone, does he say, I hit the people's funny bone? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, let's see. Let's see what we got here. Uh, okay. Uh, everyone is always talking about how bad the algorithm is. And look, I'm not saying the algorithm is good, but Al Gore should be able to play drums if he wants to. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, man. That that one is the best so far. I I like the guillotine. The most. That's my fave. Most men have such high expectations for what they want in a woman. Me, I'm simple. All I need is a big titty goth who can game pass and chill. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, that one made me chuckle when I thought of that. <laughs> uh, Abbey Road? More like Scabby Road. Put some dang shoes on, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most of this is dumb wordplay. Um, let's see. Okay, Dennis Quaid. <laughs> Sorry, I set that up wrong. It's, I shouldn't be saying his name zany like that. Uh, Dennis Quaid has some nice ass chompers. They should call him Dentist Quaid. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Quaid? More like Dentist Quaid. That dude's got nice teeth. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There's your punch up. It's for free. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And then I'll, I'll save some for next episode. <laughs> I would never actually say those on a stage. <laughs> I would say that dentist one that I just came up with. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's also been a year since I've I've gotten to introduce someone on the stage. Huh? Well, there you go. And I'm very bad. You're at welcome. It right now. And I miss it. I miss introducing people. It's it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I think you know you just you say something fun about them. And you say their name and you try to get people to clap. Um, this is all at open mics, by the way. This is not anything <laughs> anything hard. Do you, do you not miss telling the joke part of open mics? No, he do, he loves hosting. Of course I do, but you know it's he's a, he's a good host. I'm a hey, I'm a I'm, I'm a gracious host. I used to make a mixtape every single week. Oh yeah, did you? I appreciate it. That shit was cool. Yeah, yeah. I would uh make a mixtape and then hook it up. And play it as like the 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 music in the room, like the hour half hour before the show started. Oh, yeah, nice. Um, yeah, your open mic was really dope. Yeah. Actually, I really really like that spot. Yep, and you know, comics got a free drink <laughs> at that open mic, which is pretty cool. Nice. Um, and I got the drink for free, and I could also walk to it. So, I it took me a while to figure out that their beers are actually like. They pour them 20 ounces and not like 12 or 16. So like three beers uh, from that is a lot. <laughs> For anyone listening, this this spot we're talking about is the Flying the flying Dutchman or the Flying Boat Brewery. I think Flying Boat Brewery. The Flying Boat. Yeah. It, yeah. They had a lot of really Lord cool Lord knows drinks. if it's still open. Yeah. I don't know if they survived, but uh, we did a lot of improv Just shows me. there. Alex was doing a weekly stand-up. It was a... It was very cool. They had board games. No one ever played them except for like families that brought their kids for some reason to a brewery. <laughs> oh man! And if you're if you're if you're a mom and dad bringing your kids to a brewery, you should just you should just go home. Just go home. Yeah. Just like spend some quality time at home. There doesn't need to be a man selling alcohol at this mm. place that you bring mm. your family. I disagree. If you're a parent, there should always be someone selling alcohol. <laughs> what if you just brought a sixer home, man? Mm, no. Need full bar. <laughs> sure. Well, they had beer and wine, so yeah. That's slightly more. I've been thinking uh, during quarantine you- of like getting a cocktail set up in my house. So like, like 4 p.m. rolls around and I'm working from home. I can just, I don't know. Make a Manhattan <laughs> sip on for the last hour of work. Well, yeah, it's, you know, 
I mean, you should. <laughs> I mean, you got to start collecting. I mean, it's cheaper to buy big bottles, and you know, get um, is, you got to get those like giant ice cubes. The the big bricks. Oh yeah, yeah. The you bricks are to. like a sphere. The cube? Ooh, no, the yeah. yeah, the spear. That's the most. Fun. How do they do that? Is it like a rubber? Uh, ice Probably. tray type of thing. You encase it, maybe. Mm-hmm. I I guess so. I, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, welcome to We Wrote a Movie, the podcast where we write a movie right before your little ears. My name is Robert E. Bid. I'm one of your three co-hosts. And uh, introducing to my right, he's wearing a yellow beanie, so he's probably horny. <laughs> it's Kai Fry. And to my right? It's me, the man who needs no introduction. The man who gives the introductions. Alex Ups. Where where did the yellow beanie meaning I'm horny come from? It came up in the last episode. Uh, it came up in Insane Music, but I ended up cutting it out anyway. So it's actually contextless. Why'd you cut it out? Uh, I think you said the N-word like 20 times in a row. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> Wait, why did you... What? Why did you cut it out? Or I don't. What is the why. context? So you I, left. You left in uh, the yellow. Like, did you make a comment about my yellow beanie, meaning I'm horny? Yeah. I and think then I you. Know. And then you cut out the context for it. Yeah. Basically, I just said. Why? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I what don't you remember. Mean you <laughs> I cut it out. Robert the Butcher. Robert Jesus. the Butcher. It's just going to be a mystery for everyone now. Like, why is it horny? Well, I guess they'll know now that the reason why is there's no reason why. Well, it seems like there was a reason why. I don't know, man. Not anymore. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, um, how's the chat doing? Uh, do we got any live ones in there? Uh, yeah, we still got some people chilling. Um, one of them wants me to tell you guys the fact that my name is, uh, Duncan now. Yeah, I've been, so this is a joke I've been throwing around, uh, this is like, this is the one joke I wrote this week is, um, uh, this is like my new persona that you guys can (laughs) be introduced to. Um, hey, my name's Duncan. Duncan Pussy. (laughs) (laughs) that's my new that's that's my new identity i think that's great very cool i think that's (laughs) do you mean it that's yeah i think that's really smart and really cool and uh you should start telling everybody that yeah i'm dunking pussy (laughs) i love it (laughs) is that a pussy is that like an italian name uh yeah, I think it's Italian for um Duncan Pusifano. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm in the Sopranos. Oh, Alex, I found out something crazy that mm-hmm. I I don't I don't know how I didn't realize this. There's a scene in season three where uh Livia Soprano is CG. Oh yeah, you didn't know that? I didn't know that, no. Dude, she looks so fucked up. <laughs> she I, looks I don't so know how incredible. I it's so disturbing. 
Yeah, Robert I saw they, some of the footage. So this this actress died, and they use like they use like two thousand one green screen footage to use like cut together old footage of her to like put over a similar body. Yeah. And it just looks like obscenely yeah. horrible. There's a shot where the lighting <laughs> like the changes on her face. Like it goes from one side to the other side. <laughs> Why would that have happened in the previous it footage? It is so crazy. Because it's it's like a accumulation of a bunch of shots. True, true, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I guess maybe like mocap. They mocap that footage over somebody's face or something. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is so fucked up looking. It looks it insane. Is, yeah, it is. I I need to go and watch that scene now. I can't believe I missed that. Yeah, I think it's a. I think there's like a pretty good GIF. If like probably if you just search like Olivia Sopranos in the GIF bar, you could probably find it after a little bit. <sighs> <sighs> Great show though. Great but, show. Uh, yeah. Anyone got any ideas tonight? Um, I think I did. I think I did. Wait, but Alex, you had an idea. Okay. Do you want to do do what you oh, said? Oh, the thing that I was talking about texting? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can, uh, so, uh, so coming up with ideas is hard, you know? That's, uh, I mean, that's the whole, that's the whole name of the game of our podcast is trying to come up with an idea. So I'm trying to hack... I'm trying to hack the situation and make it easier for us to come up with ideas. Uh, so I'm suggesting that we each throw up the last movie that we all watched. We're all movie lovers. Um, it should be fairly interesting. And then we'll try to combine those three movies into a new movie. Like we'll take specific, uh, we'll take maybe location, plot and characters, one from each movie and try to try to mash it up into a, a new scenario. Okay. <clears throat> Sound good? So I I thought about this and I thought the last movie I saw was Breakdown, but actually, most recently, uh, <laughs> most recently it was The Big Lebowski. That's the last movie I saw. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, and was uh, it a rewatch? Uh, um, or it. it was a rewatch, but I hadn't seen it in years, so it was fairly yeah. fresh. Okay. Well, do you want to just give us a quick uh, synopsis? Like, like, just give your quick synopsis, Robert, like in like two, three sentences okay. max to uh, to let us work with it. Uh, the Big Lebowski is about this dude named Lebowski who, due to missing identity, er, uh, not missing identity, uh, confused identity, he he gets he gets blamed for this rich dude. Faster. <laughs> his, his rich this rich guy's girlfriend uh, owes a bunch of money all around town. And, uh, and, and faster, he faster. The they they piss on his on his rug, and he has to deal with a kidnapping. But it's actually German nihilists, and they didn't really kidnap anybody. We are nihilist. Yeah, and it faster. turns out nothing's ever right, resolved. Cool. I think in the whole movie. All right, okay. good. Hey, good job. And it takes place in like uh like where Kyle lives, right? Yeah, I think it's yeah, LA. Like LA. Yeah, I think it is LA. Um. No. All right, Kai. Do you want to go next? Uh, sure. But I didn't watch the whole movie. I watched like the first twenty minutes. Um, I watched Attack on Precinct Thirteen. It is a 
like cops versus uh, criminals movie where a big crime boss played by Lauren Fishberg, uh, he gets arrested for killing a cop and then uh, in the overnight jail he's staying at, um, like his crew is trying to break him out, basically. And it's about the cops trying to hold down the fort during a snowstorm. And uh, it looks it looks kind of it seems kind of fun, but also a lot of bad like cop propaganda in it. Basically, are you gonna? Finish yeah, it? probably because I want to see Lauren Fishberg like shoot people, shoot cops, basically. <laughs> yeah, he rules. Okay, so it's yeah, Lawrence Fishburne versus cops in prison. Like it, like it takes place in prison. Yes, it's like a jail, like a precinct that has a jail, has jail cells, like the classic old school, like jail cells underneath in the basement, basically. That sounds like a good setting or mm-hmm. plot, either killing cops or in the bottom of a prison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so so we got so far. We got the Big Lebowski. We got Assault on Precinct Thirteen, and the movie that I watched uh, two nights ago was I watched two thousand four Sideways, starring Paul Giamatti. Baby, Paul Giamatti is a divorce guy, and he's going <coughs> on a bachelor party with his best friend to wine country for a whole week, and is a. Uh, Best friend wants to have sex with a woman before he gets married. Oh, yeah. And uh, all kinds of stuff ensues. But uh, pretty much Paul Giamatti being a sad alcoholic in wine country. <laughs> um, I love Paul Giamatti. There's this great part where 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 they go to a winery and uh, and Paul Giamatti gets some like upsetting news. And there's like that bucket that uh, that everyone pours their excess wine into uh, when they're done with it or they spit it out into this bucket and then... Since they won't serve him any more alcohol, he takes the bucket and, like, pours it all over his face. <laughs> and, like, it's like, Wah! That's great. It's great. Nice. Okay. So what if the movie is Jeff Bridges is in a prison and he wants to have sex with a lady before he gets married <laughs> in the prison? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> that seems like the combination of those three movies. We gotta use Paul Giamatti. I mean, well, well, then what are we using from uh, fucking my movie? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess yeah, Jeff Bridges it? can be in there too, but Paul Giamatti's got to be in mm-hmm. this movie. We gotta Fine. use him. Jeff Bridges is gonna. Marry He's probably the actor that we can most re- relate to. <laughs> Paul Giamatti. Giamatti. This is the mm-hmm. saddest, sh- like schluppiest guy ever <laughs> is that a schlubby yuppie schluppy yeah i meant uh schlubby yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay well what if he's gonna get married to jeff bridges in the prison but he wants to have sex with a lady before that so he needs to break out of prison have one fun time <clears throat> You know, well, we, uh, and then and then he comes back and he consolidates a sort of gang marriage. It's like prison royalty. He's the leader of like a gang, and so is Jeff Bridges, and that's why they're getting married. It's to bring priests, uh, peace. Uh, well, Paul Giamatti. What's Paul Giamatti's arc in that movie? 
Because I feel like the friends cheating on his fiance is just like not really what it's about. It's just kind of like the setting. Yeah. It's more about him uh, getting over his, um, well, realizing he's a loser, kind of, um, and getting over his ex-wife in sideways. He kind of, uh, he's like an eighth grade teacher who's trying to sell a book, (laughs) and he keeps telling people he's a published author, (laughs) even though, like, he keeps getting rejected. Uh, And and that's why he pours the wine on himself, because his book gets fully rejected. Oh, man. And We're gonna make a movie about that. an eighth grade loser. <laughs> well, he's eighth grade teacher. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, they're all losers. Yeah, I mean it's Paul Giamatti, so it's a loser. It's a movie about a loser. <laughs> <laughs> That's the rule. Okay. Although there is a movie or a liar. There's a movie where he's a crime boss, and from what I remember, it is funny. It's uh I think it's shoot 'em up. He's like a crime boss in that. Um and there's also a scene there's a scene there's like a sex scene not with Paul Giamatti with uh I'm forgetting his name right now. Some hunky actor guy. But uh there's a sex scene that turns into a shooting scene and they keep having sex while he's shooting bad guys. <laughs> it sounds like Cranked. Or Crank too. It is kind of like proto-Crank. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Crank, he's just kind of having sex in front of people. Like, uh, well, there's probably some sense of danger. I don't remember, but I feel like he's in a football stadium at one point, like on the 50-yard line. I think it's at a like... horse race, horse track. Oh, yeah. horse race? Oh, yeah. That would make... There are two movies, though. Yeah, so. and... Uh, I mean, that was kind of like the big thing from the first one, so maybe they did it again in the second one. That scene is fucked up in Crank. He, I mean, essentially rapes his girlfriend. Jesus. In public. That's horrible. Okay. But it's played for laughs. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> he does not get her consent at all. Um... Yeah, shoot him up. What's that guy's name? Clive Owen, starring Clive Owen. Yeah. Um. So okay, we're gonna use the police precinct as the setting. Um. Well, it could be the Paul plot. Giamatti could be a cop. That could be fun. Okay. See him as like, and maybe the dude he gets wrongfully accused of uh, something else. It's another case of mistaken identity, but this time he goes to jail. He's not. He's not caught up with the mob. He's caught up with. There's with Paul Giamatti. It's, wait, what if there's two like Paul Giamatti's? There's a criminal Paul Giamatti like and a cop Paul Giamatti, and they're long lost twins. <laughs> mm-hmm. Robert's not into it. I'm not. No. <laughs> but just why? Why not? <laughs> no. I don't know. I... <laughs> you don't want to see heat with two Giamatti. Yeah, I mean, the issue for me is we're talking about movies, and I don't understand any movies. So <laughs> what? What, what do I can you mean? what I could do is tell a story from my own mind, but it's hard for me to lift off of movies like their plots. But let's just go for it. Let's just 
And that's why you don't like the idea I just came up with? Yeah, because it's it's movies I haven't seen. <laughs> so you know who Paul you know who Paul Giamatti is, though. I do. He is I the idea I came Spider-Man. up with is not movies at all. It, it didn't. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm going to get into <laughs> it. Paul Giamatti is a, is a police in the middle of wine country, and he's got a twin brother who is a criminal, and assassins are coming to attack his country club wine villa prison uh, because of mistaken identity. Uh, maybe there's like a wine villa right next door. Like yeah, on the property. I'm thinking that there's like a lot of toilet wine. I'm thinking this prison has like the best toilet wine. Like maybe they the best toilet. I think wine. I think for the mm. currency in the prison is is toilet wine. It's so good, people oh, buy yeah. it on the outside. Yeah, <laughs> they have toilet grapes. Yeah, because here's the thing: is <laughs> the villa uses prison labor. And, the, oh. and then the prisoners like sneak away. That's good. I with like the that. Concord, yeah, yeah, they yeah they sneak grapes away. Yeah, so they can make their toilet wine and sell it. Yeah, so it's and like, the the guards are in on it too. They're taking a cut for sure. And Giamatti, yeah. he, well, what, why is he in prison? Oh, because because the crime lord is his twin brother, and it's a mistaken identity. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not mistaken identity. It's. Uh. Paul Giamatti is a cop at this prison. He's or a guard, I guess. Okay. And then there's just also uh, another. His twin brother just happens to be sent to this prison. But they don't know about each other's yeah. existence. And then maybe we can have a kind of a you know maybe the criminal tries yeah. to switch places. Oh yeah. With, uh, Ooh yes, that's gotta happen. With the other one. Because that, that, yes. that is a good idea. And, um, oh, and nobody believes him. Yeah. He's, like, stuck in a cell, and nobody believes him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. He's like, well, my, my <laughs> brother switched places with me. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's the real mistaken identity right there. What? Oh, what I do you mean? We're smart. Oh, that's the mistaken identity. Okay. All right, so how does it start? Giamatti's in the precinct. He's got a he's got his favorite donut. It's a raspberry filled chocolate donut. And one of his like underlings or like one of his coworkers is like, "Is that a donut you like?" No, I just made that up. Okay. No one would like that. Actually, yeah. chocolate raspberry is probably not bad. I bet. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it'd be okay. It's, I it's feel filled like. with it. It's filled with a raspberry filling. Yeah. Seems like too much okay. for me. <laughs> well, you don't have to eat it. <laughs> Can I continue? Yeah. Because here's why that donut's important. His coworker comes up and is like, man, I can't believe you eat that. That's that's too rich in my opinion. That would be too there much. We there, there we go. There we go. Yeah, I incorporated it. I brought it in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and this is gonna re- that's going to come up later. I'll just tell you that right now. His weird donut choice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now we gotta pay that off. Shit. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be great. Um, and he's like, "Hey, you want to check out the new uh, the new shipment of criminals that are coming in?" Hell yeah! They go in, or they go to where like, like it's probably buses and people chained up, and 
just as his twin brother's getting off the bus, a bird shits on cop Giamatti's shoulder, and he's like looking down. He's like trying to wipe it off, so he doesn't see his twin brother look like walk right past him. And his twin brother, oh, doesn't but see he him. sees him. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna maybe say maybe he doesn't see him either. But that's yeah. when you see a little light bulb flash yeah. above his head. <laughs> yeah, it's literally like a ding, and uh, and a bulb appears and disappears. <laughs> I think it would be good if the if the twin brother maybe had like a scar on his face, um, so that we could like differentiate. Sure, sure, sure. And then and then maybe when he does a switcheroo, yeah, he has to, because he has we're really we're probably going to be mixing these guys up a lot when we're just thinking about this movie. Yeah, so we'll call one Scar. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll call one Scar. Well, let's have a yeah. Let's have names for them. Um, Scar. So we Paul Giamatti, the cop, is. Um, well, his name could be Mister Hands. <laughs> I mean, that is what we said we would do. Is would, that could Mr. be the bad guy, Mister Hands. That sounds like a bad guy name. Um. Okay. So we got. So we got. Uh, we're trying to name Paul Giamatti. Um. Possible names are. Well, Jake is a Mr. classic Hans. cop name. Jake Pusifano. Pusifano. <laughs> Hell yeah. And then oh. we got Mister Hands as the bad but he guy. He goes by a. Uh, Pussy for short. Well, no, I want to give the bad guy Duncan Pussy. If we're using Duncan Pussy, <laughs> Duncan Pussy. <laughs> or I, what if the names play off each other <laughs> in some way? I'm just getting that idea now. <laughs> oh, they have the same last name. That would be crazy if they're long lost twins with the same last name. <laughs> their adopted parents kept their last name, well, or kept their both, names. They both the got names they had. And- so we got Duncan Pusifano, and then we got Jake Pusifano. Yeah. Well, what else works with pussy as the last name for a funny thing? Duncan uh, Pussy. Pee pee. Pee pee pussy. <laughs> uh, oh. Uh, oh, as a first name? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, uh, let's labor over that. I'm getting the pitch Duncan Volva. How's that? <laughs> Well, then they don't have the same last name. Yeah, but they have the same first name. That's pretty neat. (laughs) But that completely gets rid of what we just established. Sure. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I love how you both don't care about completely just erasing things we established. (laughs) Well, you know, we just got to find what works well. We don't have to honor every little thing. We will honor the donut thing I set up. But I mean, I, I think that's that. more rewarding to do that. Mm, okay. How about Duncan Pussy and what's another first? Ben Pussy. Stiff cock. I really feel like it's not worth just coming up with a pussy pun. All right, fine. We'll come back to it. But they're both last name Pussy. Yeah. Maybe their name is uh, Pussy, comma, Pun. Like, Pun is no. their first name. But just, how about Jake? It's fine. It doesn't matter. It's not, <laughs> no one is going to, like, wait for us to come up with a shitty pun and then laugh their ass off. Well, I could okay. cut a okay. bunch of this out. Okay. I'm seeing pumpkins. You don't need to punch <laughs> up the podcast. I do need to punch it up. <laughs> no, you don't. 
right, I'm saying pumpkin soup is a pitch for a name, and also Isaiah Pussy. <laughs> I okay. think Isaiah Pussy works. <laughs> Isaiah? Why does that work? Isaiah Pussy. They are is... a pussy. What? If we do Isaiah Pussy, it sounds like they're saying, I'm a pussy. Kind of. What? Like, is no, it does pussy? not. Is a pussy. Oh. Isaiah. That's I love how you changed it and then you said it like... Uh, Whatever. No, that does make sense. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. We don't need to labor over this. It doesn't matter. There's not gonna. We're not going to come up with a good, dumb pun. It doesn't yeah. matter. Fine. It's Duncan Pussy and Jake Pussy. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? Oh, boy. All right, so these are the two Paul yeah. Giamatti's. <laughs> yes. Oh my god! All right, so the good Paul Giamatti is named Jake yeah. Pussy, and the bad Paul Giamatti is. And by the way, Duncan good Pussy. is relative because he is a cop, so he's not good. Yeah, they're both bad. Okay, yeah. and who is Mr. Hands? <laughs> Mr. Well, Hands is played by we Jeff Bridges. That. Oh, okay. We're gonna okay. <laughs> okay, and who's Jeff Bridges? Maybe he's the owner of the wine spot. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And he also owns horses. And he does not survive the movie. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> okay. All right. We'll pay that off. All right. So uh, so what does Duncan get sent to, sent to jail for? Duncan pussy? Uh, for... He killed a cop. Yeah. Just to watch him die. <laughs> An undercover cop. Yeah. He was uh, he was trying to sell this cop yeah, he- uh, drugs. And then the cop was like, I only have a $100 bill. I was like, I don't have change for 100 He's like, listen, I only have a $100 bill. You got to take this. I'm buying these drugs for me to take the $100 bill. I was like... I couldn't give. I can't give you change if I take this hundred. He's like, well, I need the change, obviously, but I only have a hundred. And they got so heated in this argument that he <laughs> shot him, <laughs> and it didn't even get what? to the part that he revealed he was a cop. But once he shoots him, the cops bust in. And this guy, you know. they have an undercover cop making a less than one hundred dollar drug deal. <laughs> <laughs> that is so small potatoes. Yeah, well, the cops should die for trying to arrest someone for yeah. dealing what like mids or something. Yeah, it's weed. It's cheap weed. <laughs> so it, it's yes. it's sixty dollars, hundred dollars worth of weed. <laughs> a misdemeanor amount. Yeah, yep. definitely a misdemeanor amount worth of weed. Yeah, but you know, I could definitely see uh, Paul Giamatti playing a. Like a drug dealer that, that would make that move. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, he's ruthless. Yeah, he'll kill anybody. Yeah. So, so he's a real low stakes drug dealer who killed a cop. Yeah. He's a uh, loser. So he's like really low class. He thinks like he lives in a trailer with his yeah, mom in New Jersey. Yeah. Or wait, where is this at? <laughs> Did we establish where? I guess we didn't, right? Where, uh, where's precinct California? Precinct thirteen take place. Well, yeah, actually, I think mine and Alex both take place in California. So let's have it be California, because wine country is yeah, yeah, if it's wine country, country. yeah, Yeah. Yeah, because it's wine. Napa, happening right in Napa. 
<laughs> he, yeah, he's the biggest drug lord in Napa County. <laughs> he, that's what he tells people when he's trying to impress them. He's like, yeah, 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 I'm one of. The, I don't know how to do his voice. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of the biggest uh, weed dealers in Napa Valley. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what he sounds like. <laughs> what is, can you do his voice again? I'm one of the yeah, biggest. Yeah, yeah, actually getting put on the. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> I can't. Re- I can't. Um, I have to like. I have to go. Well, I have to start a sentence with that to like get into it. Yeah. Well, I'm one of the biggest drug lords in Napa County. I don't feel like that sounds like anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot closer than yours. <laughs> no, I'm closer. I'm close. Alex, who's closer? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can't say. I can't say. Damn, Alex, you do yours. Yeah, do do your Giamatti. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so he misses his twin. Be brought in. We just see the light bulb. He's he's walked into mm-hmm. processing. Uh, <laughs> what did we call him? <laughs> Jake. Jake. Duncan Jake is Pussy. the evil one. Duncan is the evil one. So Jake. <laughs> I feel like we're making it confusing for people listening if we give them such similar names. Duncan and Jake? All right, Jake? let's just call them good and bad. What? Well, Those aren't just similar? Just for the purpose of moving along. Oh, sure. Yeah. Their names are Duncan Pussy and Jake Pussy, but I'm going to say Cop Giamatti and Crime Giamatti <laughs> when referring to them moving forward. But All right. <laughs> so that whole 20 minutes we spend figuring that out? Forget about it. Well, they do have names. No, so the names exist. If you like names. Hey, do you like names, people at home? <laughs> By the way, uh, Alex, they're saying yours was best, so just so you know. Oh, okay. What uh, name is best? No, he's talking about your, <laughs> your impersonation. Your impersonation, dude. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I you feel like you're out of it right now, Alex. You're really like every five minutes. You're like, wait, what are we talking about? It's uh, it's always you know kind of difficult to keep up with. Uh, <laughs> what? You know, exactly where we're at because I mean, in the movie, we, we I mean, we've been talking for for a long time, but in the movie, we have uh, made it maybe thirty seconds. Like, there's been one scene. <laughs> Of, well, of we're, we're like, donut, and there's been we're like five scene. ten minutes in. Okay, give us a little credit. Yeah, we, <laughs> there's been one scene of him we, eating a donut and another scene of a guy walking past another. Guy. <laughs> and we have a scene of a That's drug dealer it. shooting a cop, which yeah. is which is we're, okay, we're gonna okay. see that right, scene when Giam- when crime Giamatti. We laid some backstory about the prison. Yeah, yeah, and this is like, uh, yeah. <laughs> We did some character development, all right? When the studio picks this up, Mm -hmm. they're going to be like, we'll take it from here. We get what you're saying. Here's the check. And we're good. We get the check. We're good. Okay. Here's the check uh, from Harvey Weinstein. There you go, boys. Ugh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Anyway, so now we we follow Bad Giamatti. He's in his cell with his new guy. He's been processed, and he's... His bunkmate, um, probably another famous dude. How about Danny Trejo? He looks like a badass. Sure. Or Lauren Fishberg. We can do Lauren Fishberg. Oh, sure. And, and yeah. then like the, no, he's, he's like, so what'd you do? 
to get in here and he explains we see the flashback of him killing the cop in the minor drug deal and he's like what'd you do and he's like i stole a bunch of teeth to make the perfect set of teeth and then he flashes a beautiful smile <laughs> jesus <laughs> lauren yeah. fishberg says that yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so he's like the real and then maybe he like boss. uh he's like or he's just fucking insane, I he's guess. He's the teeth boss. Wait a second. That's what they call I'm him. thinking of your... What was the joke you said about the guy with the nice teeth? Dentist Quaid. Oh. I'm thinking of Dennis I'm Quaid. I'm thinking of Dennis Quaid. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm-hmm. All right, let's change all that to be Dennis Quaid. Don't, don't try to make references. <laughs> you don't have to boss me, bitch. <laughs> well, I'm kind of uh, picturing all of his teeth are molars, like the biggest, most powerful tooth. Like his, all of his teeth are. Do you are see the molars. the molar as the most powerful tooth? Probably. Uh, I don't know. They're kind of the biggest, right? They're all about the yeah. same. That's what I chew most. Molar? most of my food I mean, with. the molars are way thicker. Yeah. Um, all right. So, Lauren Fishberg has a, a bunch of fake teeth. Dennis Quaid. Oh, you want it to be? Yeah, let's do Dennis that, Quaid. That way, Bad Giamatti can be like. They should call you Dentist Quaid, because it's the real Dentist so Quaid. It's... Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, Dennis Quaid, playing himself, is in prison. Pretty believable, I'm sure. <laughs> He's probably been in prison, right? Probably. But we could Google it. Yeah. I imagine he has mugshots. All right. So, he killed somebody to get more fake teeth in his mouth. Yeah. To have the perfect set of teeth. Or real teeth, I guess, but... I mean, he's a side character. We don't need to worry about him too much. But he's like, well, I got a plan. Okay. Uh, Bad Giamatti's like, I got a plan for uh, us to be on top of things in here. And Dennis is like, the only people that are on top are the winemakers. And then we see, like, it's like a, a moving... Sh- it's like one of those, like... Uh, it's like the cameras on a dolly passing by rooms where we're seeing like the kitchen where they cook the grapes, the toilets where the grapes are fermented, and then like a laundry room where grapes are bagged into bagged prison wine, and then set to the guards who take a cut and sell this wine, this like Napa Valley prison wine, out to people. Um, those are the people in charge, and so basically it's the guards because they get the final cut. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And we see Jake doing this also. Yeah. He does it because he has to. Should we make it like for a redeemable reason? Do you think it's like bad that these guys. Oh, yeah. Are doing it? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he's like uh, trying to get money together to pay for a lawyer so he can see his kids again. <laughs> okay. It's got to be sad. Yeah, sure. Well, what if we use the reason in the book or in the movie where it's like he's trying to publish his shitty book? He's like, oh, well, we don't have to. We don't have to keep pulling from the movies. Okay. Alex, do you have an opinion? Uh, I think he should be saving up money for a new rug because maybe his rug got peed on in prison. <laughs> um, like they let him bring like one one possession to. No, we're talking cell. about like, Jake, like, the right. good cop. Yeah, can Alex, <laughs> oh Jake, Jake, the good cop. Damn it. Or, yeah. The good cop. Okay. Um, yeah, then uh, 
Then, uh, are you? Can you hear us? Are you having audio on. issues? <clears throat> okay. I can hear you. Yeah, I'm just. <laughs> I'm just stupid. You're not stupid. Don't say things like that. All right. So, okay. so <laughs> good. What the kids? You don't want it to be a sad thing. I mean. They could do the kid. I don't give a shit. Paul Giamatti's a sad guy. It's got to be a sad thing, right? Well, here's the thing: is he's trying. He thinks he has to get a lawyer to get the kid, and then, meanwhile, and like he's like the he's like calling. He like calls the lawyer. He's like, "I'm gonna get you more money soon, so you can try again to get my kid back." And he's like, "Listen, man, it's not even up to me. It's the kid. The kid's saying no." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna get you more money. I want you to keep trying. He's like, okay, I'll I'll take your money. I'll give it another try. The kid kept saying no, <laughs> so that's I think that makes it extra sad. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, cool. Yeah, maybe we get a shot of like a kid like throwing a like a a photo book of of pictures of him and his dad into a fireplace. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then maybe he like takes the phone off the wall and throws it in there too. <laughs> Yeah, and then we see him grab a baseball and a baseball mitt, and or two baseball mitts, and he throws from. He takes. We see the close up of the camera on the ball in the mitt. He takes it, throws it. We follow the ball. It goes to a tree which has a mitt nestled in like the crook of a tree, and it lands in the tree. He's like, "Yeah!" <laughs> He's having a great time with just a tree. He doesn't need his dad. Oh, the kid is okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and then uh, and then he gets the tree to beat up another kid's dad. <laughs> it's cool because he's, he's getting bullied. We see. Uh, well, first we see him being bullied by a big kid. He's at the water fountain. He's drinking some water, and then a bully pushes his face. And he gets water all over his like glasses and his face. And he's like, "Hey, he's all he's upset. He's a little kid." And he's like, "And then, oh, let's keep going." No, you go ahead. No, I was gonna be on the next bit okay <laughs> uh and he's like hey don't do that shit and he's like what are you gonna do about it i'm bigger than you he's like all right well my dad will beat up your dad what dad and then later we see the bully walking to the parking lot uh getting into his dad's cool trans am and then we see a tree crush the car <laughs> <laughs> just driver's side the kid survives and then later um <clears throat> uh the the son is uh i guess the tree's in the backyard he's out in the backyard talking to the tree and you see on a branch a bird's nest with some birds and then also a bee's nest and the kid's going dad come on i know about sex <laughs> i love it that's really good <laughs> All right, and then back to the prison. <laughs> yeah, it's like a very long cutaway. Mm-hmm. That's great, though. All right, so, so okay, here's where I'm stuck at. Um, Duncan it, wants to switch places. Duncan pussy. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, he wants to switch places, so... But then he still just works at the prison. Like, what is keeping him at the prison? Maybe the money, I guess? Well, he would be on the... T- well, he needs to switch places to get out, I feel like. 
I feel like switching places is just a way for him to to escape prison. Yeah, but then what's? I feel like he wouldn't come back. To yeah, work. but then what's the point of even having that happen then? If it's just well, maybe he wants some of the wine money, just so he has money too, because he probably has money problems also. He's gonna. Yeah, get, that's what gonna... I was saying. Yeah, like the the wine money is better maybe than what he was making as a drug dealer. Yeah, well, <laughs> making small little deals. Well, for him, this is like. Basically, like, upgrading the kind of product. He's like, damn, I bet that sells a lot better than mids, which is all I can get. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow in California. Yeah. So, for him, it's just, like, just a straight this upgrade. Is, this is uh, 30 years ago. This takes place. Yeah, sure. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, how does this work? How does he switch places? Um, maybe, I feel like, well, do guards make rounds, like, patrol rounds? Is that a thing? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And we could say they yeah. do if they don't. Who gives a shit? Yeah. That's like a movie trope. Yeah. If you're a prison guard and you find any part of our movie inaccurate, go ahead and write in and we won't do anything about what you have to say. Yeah. Also, quit your job. Yeah, consider something cool. Like, what if you paint it? That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, become a painter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe there can be a, a change of outfits and, and some sort of showering situation. Um, you know, like maybe, you know, Jake goes to take a shower and then uh, Duncan. <laughs> you mean Duncan does? Uh, you know, goes and sneaks. <laughs> well, Jake is the... Well, he has to steal... Jake is the good guy, right? So yes. Duncan would steal his clothes to impersonate him and then throw But he's showering Jake at work? Cell. Yeah. The, no, I think in this the could prison? Work. Hey, they got to work long shifts, you know? I'm sure yeah, they have a here's, shower in Here's there. what it is. Okay. There's the guard... There's like the guard shower section and the prisoner shower, shower section. And uh, Duncan is like walking in line to the showers and he sees a head in the line, Jake. And they st- they all start showering and then Jake, or Duncan is like, oh, guys, um, it looks like we're out of towels. I'm going to go grab some towels. And he walks back out. Uh, he's naked right now and he's holding his clothes in a big pile. He walks over to Jake's locker, swaps him out, swaps the clothes. And then walks back over to his locker, puts the cop uniform in his locker, and then goes back to the shower. He can just get into their locker. I feel like there should be, um, I don't know, more to it, I guess. I thought a funny, stupid reason would be good, but okay. A funny, stupid reason? What's the funny, stupid reason? He just swaps the clothes, and then when they both get dressed, Jake is like, wait a second, this isn't my clothes. And then <laughs> and then a bunch of cops tackle him. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't include that part. Oh, yeah, 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 I like that shot. <laughs> we could do that, or it could be like, maybe he just like waits for him to go into like the cop break room. He just like, he steals like some, like a coat hanger from the laundry room, uses it as a pick. Breaks into the thing when he sees him alone, and then him and Dennis Quaid corner uh, Jake and just mug his ass and take his effort. But mug his ass. I mean, that could work if we want just the hard, gritty shit with Dennis Quaid just beating the shit out of Giamatti with Giamatti. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's probably All right. I don't I don't care. We can do your first one. It doesn't matter. I kinda like the second one more. <laughs> I like the visual. <laughs> okay. Of Dentist Quaid. Dentist Quaid has to bite his neck or some shit. <laughs> yeah. He's also it's revealed he's a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't have the vampire. He, he, he only has molars. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. He well, he's the first molar vampire. <laughs> yeah, he bites him with only Continuity. Damn. Alright. So what they sneak into his locker while while Jake is taking a shower? No, we're doing the guard room thing. He goes into the break room. Sneak they break into the break room. Alright, sure. And then Alright. So so where did they leave him? Out in the hall or something? Yeah, they could. I mean, because he just looks like a prisoner, right? Like they probably put the outfit on him, they knock him out, and just leave him somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, they knock him out, they give him a, a fresh face scar to match the one that uh that Duncan pussy has. He has a gash like scar on, on the side of his face. Yeah. And but Duncan Pussy takes the same knife and recuts open his scar so that it, the the other guards see it and say, Whoa, that you just got that scar like you just got cut. That way, that way, like it's mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like really nasty because like his scar, like the whole movie, like it's like not fully scarred yet. It's still kind of scabby, and like he got it kind of recently. You can tell, and of course, since it's a prison, there's not there's not great healthcare. Yeah. So when he cuts it open again, and, and and he has to go farther, so he looks different. He's maybe like. You know, this guy attacked me and opened up my scar, but his scar is still the same. He has the exact same scar as he had yesterday. I have a brand new scar. Actually, also, when he cuts, he recuts open his scar, we see a moth fly out like it's a wallet with no money. You see what fall out? A moth? A moth flies out of it. Is that a thing from like cartoons? Yeah. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen that, but okay. also, uh, is there a warden in this prison, or is Paul Giamatti? Is he like the head guard? Mm, no, he's there should be the, a warden. Oh, it can warden. be Lauren Fishburg. Is that Mister Hands? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lauren Fishburne. He's got to be in the movie. Yeah, and he's got great teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. They're good teeth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, what's his role? What is what? Uh, Why'd you bring him up? I don't know. I mean, there. I mean, there has to be a warden in a prison. <laughs> yeah. You know. Okay. I thought you had an idea, but yeah, there definitely does have to be. Yeah. No. What if, like, to subvert yeah. expectations, he's like the nicest dude like ever. Yeah. He's like, oh man, you got a cut on your face, buddy. Uh, you better go to the med ward. Get that taken care of, my guy. Yeah. And don't worry about the bill. Mm-hmm. The illegal wine that we've been selling out of here—that's going to cover your medical bill. Don't worry. This stuff is for us to oh. take care of each other because, unfortunately, the healthcare system is stacked against us. The best insurance I could even get for you guys, not that good on the government salary. Yeah. I have to sell wine illegally just to make sure this prison can get everything it needs. Yeah. For one thing, I make sure that every inmate is entitled to at least a community college level education. You know, And that's not coming from the government. No one's funding that. I make sure that happens by stealing Napa grapes with the prisoners. <laughs> it turns out it's actually 
It's, by the way, we didn't paint any of the scenes. It's the nicest prison you've ever seen. It's like a Swedish oh, prison. It's, yeah, it's Swedish. Uh, yeah. And then he also says, hey, and after uh, you go to the med ward, I got you want your favorite donut, a raspberry jam chocolate donut. Yeah. Well, no, maybe he Boom. doesn't say the name. Paid off. I paid it off. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't. He doesn't okay. say what it is, but he takes, he's like, oh, thanks. He takes a bite. It's like, uh, uh. He's like, oh, what is this? It's it's your favorite. It's the chocolate raspberry. And then he just started gets like hmm. a quiet yeah. look. Hmm. hmm. And then maybe he's like, oh, I just took one of those pills that make uh that makes me think that's Oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, I completely forgot. I just took one of those yeah, weird dude. pills. I I mean, yeah, that is yeah. my favorite normally. <laughs> Silly me. All right, well, thanks. And then he goes and gets treated. <laughs> so ridiculous. All right, uh, cool. Yeah, maybe so we show so him, now, like, in his cell. So now, we got to... Jake needs to, like, basically undo everything that's happened. Uh, right? Some guards took him to his cell, and he was still pretty knocked out. Didn't know what was going on. And then he wakes up later in his cell... And uh, we see him, like, freaking out. Yeah. Well, actually, if he also got cut across his face in a similar way, Mm -hmm. they would probably take him to the medical ward, too. Oh, yeah. True. Okay, yeah. So they're in there at the same time. Yeah. Awkward. And the nurse walks in. Like, Yeah, they're, like, yelling at each other. He's like, but they can't get up because, well, the guard can get up. The other one's, Jake is shackled to the bed. With yeah. like IVs too, but he's got handcuffs. And the guard one is like, like he's like, ooh, I can stand up and I have this pillow. I'm going to smother you to death. Finish the job. He's like, <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, the nurse he can't die. Walks in. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, the nurse is going to walk in and be like, oh, are you giving that guard a pillow? <laughs> You're so sweet. But you rest. Let me do that. That's a pretty good idea. And Jake is like, who's going to kill me? Ah, I'm scared. He's you know panicking, of course, because he's so powerless, where normally he has all the power. Yeah. And the nurse is like, oh, you're silly. I'm going to give you more morphine. And then just squeezes his bag, his IV <laughs> bag. <laughs> and then he's like, oh. Okay. Yeah. And then I guess she leaves. And then why wouldn't he kill him? <laughs> Well, maybe he maybe he has to go. I don't know. Someone calls. Yeah, maybe he gets a call on his radio, and it's like, "Yeah, hey, we got a we got a fight in cell block six nine. No, he's not. No, he has to go because he gets no. the call on the radio. The nurse is in the room, so he has to go. Oh, the nurse is still in the room. That would work. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna pitch something else, uh, which but which might end up kind of resolving the movie kind of quick is. He sees an open locket on Jake Giamatti's chest of his of their birth parents, not his adopted parents, and he he has the same picture, and that's how he realizes this guy who looks exactly like him is his twin. Wouldn't he already know? <laughs> that's stupid, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. Well, maybe we get an inner monologue at the beginning of the movie where he's like. Wow, that guy looks a lot like me. I bet we could be brothers. And then we get an inner monologue after, you know, he looks at the lock and he's like, 
wow, we must be brothers. I have yeah. the same photo. And he pulls out a locket and looks at it. I guess you don't need the monologue for that, but uh, he um, has the same locket. Well, but we can have that happen later, though. doesn't need okay, to happen yeah, right then. Yeah. yeah. That That's how that'll, like, bury the hatchet between them. It'll be like a classic Batman versus Superman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Prisoners yeah, are the also same always wearing lockets and necklaces. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, this is a nice prison. Yeah. Big old chains. <laughs> yeah. We see Mr. T is one of the prisoners. He's he's obviously decked out in chains. He's, mm-hmm. But uh, uh, he's at a parole chains, meeting. Maybe. see him there. Sure. T-Pain. I don't know if T-Pain has a lot of jewels. Does he wear a lot of chains? Two oh, chains. two chains. We can have two chains. Yeah, two chains. I, I heard T-Pain. Uh, sorry, no. sorry. Well, well we can yeah, also have two T-Pain. chains. T Pain's really funny. He could be like the. Oh, uh, two leader. chains is in there for selling knockoff playstations again. <laughs> he did that. Yeah, he's he like uh, he got in legal trouble for like selling like Chinese knockoff consoles. <laughs> wow! Hell yeah! Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two chains is in prison for sure. Then, but Why not he Soldier is Boy still did a, a still... similar thing. Oh, maybe it was Soldier Boy. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Ooh. Sorry, Two Chains. I'm so sorry. Two, two, uh, two Chains. We sincerely apologize. Uh, the yeah. entire podcast is very sorry. So sorry. I know you would never do that. All right. So then, okay. So then we have Jake in a prison cell. We cut to him later in a cell. Yeah, after the nurse like heals, it gives him some stitches. Yeah. Mm. Who? Okay. Well, so what happened with Dentist Quaid? Is um, he all? Did he just escape? Maybe. Well, no. He's expecting a payoff from from Duncan Pussy. Okay, so maybe he's still in jail till he can get paid off by Duncan. Yeah, which actually means now Duncan Pussy, who we've established is kind of a loser still, he's going to just go up to this guard that he knows he owns, this guard, big quotation marks, and he's going to fucking make him his bitch, like in the yard. What? He's going to... Are you saying Dentist Quaid is a guard? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying Dentist Quaid is going to go up to Duncan Pussy who is his inside man, not really a guard guard, and be uh, like, all right, you fucking work for me. Okay. Because he knows his secret, and he helped him do all that shit, and he yeah. could probably beat his ass. Yeah, he could chomp his ass up. Yeah, he's like, you don't want to mess with the chompers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll have a scene like that in... Everybody sees it basically, and they're like, "That's weird." All right, <laughs> awkward sauce. <laughs> yeah, and the, <laughs> we see we see the warden up in his office looking uh, through his window, and he sees that happen as well. Yeah, and he's like, "Jake would never take shit from a guard. He's one of the hardest motherfuckers I know." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like, hmm, he's sad and a loser, but he does not take shit from uh, inmates. Yeah, he's always like, 
a hair away from freaking <laughs> out because of how <laughs> shitty his life yeah. is. <laughs> I've seen him do some questionable shit to inmates, for sure, that I turn the other cheek. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, we go back to... So later, Dentist Quaid goes back to the cell he's sharing with the real prison Jake. And that dude fucking explodes on Dentist Quaid and beats his shit in. Uh, who does? Oh. Ja- he Jake. Beats, he beats him up? Uh, yeah, Jake, Jake okay. Pussy beats up Dentist Quaid. Right, okay. Yeah, maybe he uh, punches him so hard that like his his teeth go flying out. Yeah, he knocks his teeth out. Yeah. And he proves like, himself to everybody. And he's like, he like slowly becomes like the head honcho in the prison. Yeah. Now he's running the wine. And it's like, they like unionize and they're like, we know you spend all the funds on us. So it's kind of like we're already the main benefiters of it in a lot of ways. <laughs> but guess what? We need more of the cut because we produce oh. all the labor. Yeah. And because Jake actually knows the like sellers because he's the person who did that he's actually in control of the money like yeah. he yeah he can like uh i don't know he has like control over duncan basically yeah he's like he can kind of undercut the guards and shit basically yeah. like it's now it's like a, a they're like wrestling for power over this like wine manufacturer because they produce all the wine yeah shit exactly they do all the work so yeah um pretty so soon how does mr hands can... come into this we we go to we go to napa valley where there's prisoners do we see the prison labor um and we see mr hands walking or riding a horse and he's like i love what i do i love making <laughs> wine with the help of prison labor it's wonderful and you know what else i love this horse and he starts petting its neck I really love this horse. <laughs> I love this horse so much. I'm going to go into the barn of it. And he rides into the barn and then two guards close the doors of the barn. And then it says Mr. Hands Ranch on the door of the barn. We don't find out his name until then. And that's how mm-hmm. we find out. His name is Mr. Hands and he's going to go fuck that horse. So that's his, that's his scene as he dies. Well, and, then, and then he dies. And then maybe the, <laughs> and maybe the next day, yeah, they hang up a banner over that it says Mr. Hand's Memorial Ranch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a black uh, like sash. <laughs> and then the guy who hangs the sash, he turns around and he says, We are nihilists. We do not care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's a guy who's like another Jeff Bridges thing. What? I, I, never mind. <laughs> Right. He says, "Strike, strike!" <laughs> Hell yeah! All right, so he just dies. Yeah, he dies. <laughs> All right, he dies, and they need a new person to take over the ranch. Um, um, oh, and then maybe, maybe Jake and Jake and Duncan they cut a deal with each other. They're like, "All right, this is how we get out of this situation. We run." the winery together and we split everything 50 50 yeah well not 50 50 they have to pay all the people yeah but like mm-hmm. whatever half of you know they each make the same amount yeah, yeah 
And maybe we reveal that uh, Duncan has actually rekindled the relationship between his uh, ex-wife and son, and he's actually moving, like, you know, he lives on the outside, but now he's he's moving back in with uh, with uh, Jake's original wife and child. And Wait, he's, he's kind of stealing Jake's family? Well, yeah, I mean, he has to have his, his like social security more. number and all that. Oh. Well, I was going to say, maybe he could use that as, like, how he gets Jake to be willing to deal with this is I won your family back and you can hang out with them, but I get to keep your identity. <laughs> or his I, family doesn't want to see his him. identity, does it? I mean, um, he can't introduce his family to his twin. Cause then that kind of, that kind of blows, you know, he's cucking him. He, he tricked him and put him in the jail. And I mean, they're going to work together, but you know, he ultimately he's cucking him. And yeah, he's more powerful, and he could, you know, he has all the power. I mean, the tables have fully turned. Yeah, maybe he orders a hit out on his brother at the end of the movie. Maybe he's like, you know what, this wine business would be a lot better if there was only uh, there was only one one pussy brother collecting. Wait, what? So he turns on him? Is that what you're saying? Well, it's a possibility. I like I like this idea. So he cucks his brother. He steals his family. But he says, here's the thing. I'm outside and they like me, so I can give you videos of your family that you can watch. You'll get to see your kid growing up while you run the wine business from here. I'll show you a sex tape I filmed with your ex-wife. Yeah. uh, (laughs) He gets Google Google Glass, so it's a POV shot. (laughs) VR, maybe? (laughs) Sure. Yeah, you can do VR. <laughs> I don't know if Google like Glass still. Well, I guess it's the '90s, so it's not even any of that. It's, yeah, it's like an early GoPro. It's that. Uh, it's that TV that they cart out in front of the class, uh, like to watch a movie on. He carts that out and sticks a VHS tape in it, and uh, yeah. in front of the cell, and kind of yeah. everyone else can like hear it, and a cellmate is watching it too. Yeah, and it's uh, no like. Teeth. Oh, then this guy's like, oh, hell yeah, I love this one, man. Thank you. <laughs> it seems like Jake Duncan just kind of loses in this scenario. You mean yeah, Jake so. Pusifano? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, D- yeah Jake Pusifano. <laughs> uh, Jake well, no, he likes prison. I, he's like uh, he's like the head of prison. And he gets yeah. to, like, you know, run the winery, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and now he can. he's writing uh, now books... Uh, because no one gave a shit about his books when he was just loser prison guard Jake Pusifato, but now he's the criminal mastermind Duncan Pussy in his in the books he's producing and, and setting up. And now, now he's yeah. like everyone wants to read his stuff. Yeah. You see that name he, on he gets, on a cover of a book, and and you are buying it. You're like, holy shit, Duncan yeah. Pussy! Like like that's gonna be bigger than the than the title of the book. It's like. Huge font yeah. like Duncan Pussy, my life in prison. <laughs> Duncan Pussy. Yeah, we see that book on a display in a window in a bookshop, and then we go into the bookshop, and there's three really handsome guys wearing varsity jackets that say "Wham" on the back, and uh, they're buying the books, and they're like, "Dude, this book rules! I love this guy. He's so Hell cool." Yeah. Duncan Pussy. Yes. <laughs> I love that name. Oh, yeah. 
And then so uh, we pan down to the the bulge in their pants, and it's like it goes down to their knees. <laughs> yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Right. And we could probably play those roles. I think just for fun, we'd cast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We could probably, you know, just to save money yeah. and time. Yeah. I was going to yeah. be a prisoner, but but I think I can. I think I, uh, I think I'm closer to this role. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think. And yeah, let's give a happy ending. Kind of pull it off. Yeah. yeah. I think also let's do a happy ending for Dentist Quaid, even though he's kind of a bad guy the whole time. He's mm-hmm. like digging in the wine field. And he hits a grave and he opens it up and it's a skeleton. It's the skeleton of George Washington. And he takes what? out he takes out his wooden teeth and puts them in his mouth because he lost what all if, his teeth. What if it's the skeleton of a horse and he takes the horse teeth? Okay, yeah. And then even <laughs> bigger molars. Yeah. <laughs> sure. He now has four teeth in his mouth. All molars. Yeah. I, I want to see that on the poster art, please. <laughs> oh God! Dennis Quaid with four I'll, teeth. I'll see what I mouth. can do. <laughs> four teeth, just four molars. Uh, well, I guess eight teeth. Uh, uh yeah, two, four up top, four deek, on bottom. Deek, deek, deek. And then you two side, two side. Yeah, that's and what then, I'm imagining. Oh, let's check. And the last person we should check in with is the warden. He's hanging out with Sam Elliott, who's like, "Hey there, Miho." You know, you're running a real good prison. These people are uh they're getting better. It's a shame that uh it's a shame that a few of them died, but you know that's just the way it is. <laughs> and I like to think that Duncan uh is out there, pussy. Duncan Pussy. Oh, I love that name. I like to think Duncan Pussy's out there making the world a cooler place. <laughs> and then Lawrence Fishberg says Welcome to the world of the real. And then it pans out of a like old wooden TV set, and it turns out this whole time this was in the Matrix. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Is it, is it like playing in that dojo that like Keanu is being trained in by uh, by Lawrence Fishburne in the first movie? He's like well, when he's, learning the extent of his powers. When he says that, it shows like the real New York City and it's all demolished and it's like mm. the sky is all scorned and shit and it's raining. That's who Lauren Fishburne is. I had no idea who we were talking about. <laughs> Sick. Oh, okay, cool. Morpheus. Why at some point we should have had Lauren Fishberg being attacked by a prisoner and he's like, Stop trying to hit me and hit me. That's my favorite line. Well, you gotta watch movies if you wanna make references like that. Oh well. (laughs) It is Lawrence Fishburn. I don't know if we've been saying Fishburn. But it's Fishburn. Is it Berg or Burn? He's not Jewish? It's Feel the Burn. Yeah, I believe it's Fishburn. Fishburn, yeah. Alright, well, whatever. That's the movie. Uh, That's it. You guys want to roll credits? Yeah, roll, roll credits, credits, baby. You can follow us at We Read a Movie on Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow me yeah, personally at on Instagram at uh, Fry Style Junk. And uh, that's it for me. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, I'm Robert E. Bid. Uh, we're doing Twitch. 9 p.m. Eastern, 
Although seemingly my connection's real shit, so you might not sit all the way through. But come by, say hi. I don't give a shit. It might be cool. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Robert E. Bid on both of those things. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you can uh, you can find me at Ux Alex on Twitter. That's it for me. Oh yeah. All right, Finn. Finn. Finn, Finn Salou. Um. Hmm. How about uh? Yeah, big side. Yeah, big sideways assault. That's good. Yeah, do that. All right.